I just bought some bananas yesterday, and they're already going bad. Let's talk about the game. Elbow, forearm, he's going to be down. The result of the play is a touchdown. And then the flag that was thrown on this was picked up. I don't know, did they get the face mask? So by rule, the game is over. The Lions Hangover. Welcome to the Lions Hangover Podcast, everybody. I am Brad. What a game today against the Minnesota Vikings. The Lions win 34-23. to But first, let me tell you about my social media. If you got the social media, you can find me on the Twitter, on the Instagram, and the Facebook. That's the Lions Hangover Podcast, so please check me out there. And of course, if you're seeing me right now, but you wish you didn't see me, but you like my voice, then listen to me on Spotify. I love it when you guys are on Spotify. Uh, And of course, if you see me and you're like, hey, what does this schlub look like? You can find me on YouTube. So that's, uh, of course, the Lions Hangover podcast. So let's get into the game. Uh, The Lions defense played amazing. And as I predicted, and I'm going to gloat on this a little bit, uh, that I am psychic. Dalvin Cook was not much of a presence today. However, the Lions defense could not stop Kirk Cousins. He threw for 425 yards and two touchdowns today. But their pass defense was very much like a bend extremely, but don't quite break. Because when they needed to, they came up huge. So the Lions defense still holding strong. Kirk Cousins did have a quarterback rating of 124.5. Like I said, though, Dalvin Cook was pretty much useless all game. He did get a rushing touchdown, but he carried the ball 15 times, and he only gained 23 yards on that. So even with that touchdown, it's like he didn't hurt us much. He didn't take up time off the clock. Uh, He was pretty much not able to do anything. And even uh, Alexander Madison, uh, he rushed the ball twice for negative one yard. So that just goes to show they're not keying up against any particular player. It's just that the Lions run defense, uh, I would have to look into it, but I feel like they might be the number one run defense uh, in the last four or five weeks, Uh, maybe even six weeks. The Lions have won five games out of six weeks, and I don't think that there's been uh, a running back that has challenged the the Lions defense, Not, not since the early part of the season. Uh, the quarterbacks still hurt us. Scrambling quarterbacks still hurt us, but Kirk Cousins is not one of those. Uh, of course, with so many yards today uh, uh, from Kirk Cousins, uh, Justin Jefferson had a huge day. We were not able to shut him out. He had 11 receptions for 223 yards, but he also did not get a touchdown today. So that's one of those things where I was saying the Lions defense extremely bending, but they really weren't giving up too many points. For how much yards they gave up today, uh, not a whole lot of scoring. Uh, the return of TJ Hawkins in class act, I saw a thing, uh, a video clip, where after the warm-ups he was running off and he ran up to uh, Sheila Hampford and he gave her a hug and said hello and stuff. I think that's a class act. I never had a problem with TJ Hawkinson. I wasn't rooting for him to be traded. I didn't think he would be traded. I'm not saying he was my favorite player, but he is a class act nonetheless, and I wish him the best. And I feel like he had a solid day today, six receptions, 77 yards. 
Uh, and Adam Thielen, again, pretty much a repeat performance from the first time that we played him. He caught seven balls for 65 yards, and he had a touchdown. Uh, Dalvin Cook did have one catch for 13 yards. Uh, but Dalvin Cook also fumbled uh, one time. I know I'm talking a lot about the Vikings here, but I want to emphasize that it's the Lions defense that was coming up strong today. So let's talk about the Lions stats. Jared Goff had a fantastic game today. His very first 40-yard throw of the game, uh, I don't want to say his very first, but Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams caught his first catch of his career, only catch of the day, and it was for 41 yards and a touchdown. He was wide open. I have no idea what Minnesota's defense was thinking today. Uh, I would have liked to have seen more, if that makes sense, from Jamison Williams today. But uh, if you're only going to get one catch, it might as well be a 41-yard touchdown. And he was wide open. I feel like that's an understatement, too. Uh, But, yeah, let's get back to Jared Goff. He threw 27 for 39 for 330 yards. He had three touchdowns, was not sacked at all. Lions offensive line did a pretty good job of protecting him. Uh, His quarterback rating was 120.7, so a little less than Kirk Cousins. Uh, Jamal Williams was today's leading rusher. He carried the ball 16 times for 37 yards. DeAndre Swift carried the ball six times for 21 yards. Uh, Justin Jackson carried the ball four times for 19 yards and a touchdown. And on review, I was not convinced that that was a touchdown. Uh, And flipping it back over to the other side, uh, Jefferson had a catch where they ruled him out of bounds. And I'm not convinced he was out of bounds. That should have been a touchdown. Uh, But they didn't challenge it. I don't know what they were thinking. I would have wanted a different look at that. Uh, Regardless, uh, things kind of went our way. The Lions started off having uh, quite a few penalties. The first two or three drives, I believe they had like five penalties. And then after that, it's like they tightened up the discipline. Uh, The refs didn't throw too many flags on them the rest of the game. So that was good that they settled down after that. Uh, DJ Chark returned and had another great performance. He caught the ball six times for 94 yards uh, and a touchdown. Amon Ross St. Brown, six catches, 68 yards. I also saw a stat today where uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is the first player in 30 career games to have so many yards and 150 rushing attempts. Uh, I believe that was a stat. And he also passed Jermaine Crowell. You guys remember (laughs) Jermaine Crowell? Uh, He passed him. Uh, some other stat. I feel like a bum for not having this information, but I do want to try to give him credit because I know he accomplished these things, these these career milestones and franchise milestones as well. Uh, Josh Reynolds had a great game. He had he caught five balls for 51 yards and one touchdown. And, uh, of course, I mentioned Jameson Williams, one catch. I'm just going down the stat line here. Kirby Joseph, I thought he played a pretty solid game today. He recovered a Dalvin Cook fumble early on in the game. And, of course, C.J. Moore, he had a fumble recovery of T.J. Hawkinson, but that was late in the game. I think that was like the last play. Now, let's talk about defensively. Aiden Hutchinson, there was one particular drive in the second half where it was like the Aiden Hutchinson show. He single-handedly shut down the Minnesota Vikings offense. Uh, He does get credit for one sack today. I feel like he had a half a sack. Uh, James Houston, uh, he is the third player in Lions history to get three sacks in three games. Uh, 
he got credit for that first sack. I, I feel like he shared it with Hutchinson. Uh, doesn't matter. It's a sack overall. The Lions defense had four sacks on the day. Uh, they had uh, nine quarterback hits. Uh, they were all over Kirk Cousins. It, it's amazing that Kirk Cousins was able to do what he did because the Lions defense was just all over him. Uh, seven tackles for loss today. Anzalone led the defense with nine tackles, six solos. Uh, Mike Hughes, seven tackles, six solos, two four tackles for loss. Uh, Hutchison, two tackles for loss. Uh, again, he had that sack. Uh, there's just so much going on. Uh, the Lions decided to do a punt fake at a time when I was like, I, I think they were on their own 29 yard line or something like that. And it was awesome. Uh, Badgley, the kicker went two for three. Uh, he did miss one. I think it was like 40 something yards, but his longest was 48 yards today. I thought he played great overall. He's been consistent. I mean, of course you want your kicker to make every single kick when you put him in that situation, but I, I thought he did great. Uh, Jack Fox only punted twice, but I thought he had a great game. His longest punt was 66 yards, and he pinned him inside the 20 one other time. Uh, it's not a bad day offensively when you only have to punt two times. Um, this game, you know, and, and I felt optimistic last week as far as what the Lions were going to be able to do against the Vikings. Uh, I was never really worried, but of course, you still got to play the game. You're optimistic, but you never know how things are going to play out. And just overall, as soon as Jameson Williams got his touchdown, uh, it was it, it was kind of a relief. It's like, okay, now that's out of the way, and he was just so wide open. It was just like Minnesota was not prepared to play today or something, even though they stepped it up later on. And offensively, like statistically, they had a solid game passing anyway. Uh DJ Chark had a fantastic game. Uh, his longest was that 48-yard touchdown pass from Jared Goff. Jared Goff is throwing the ball deep more accurately than he has in the last three years of his career. Uh, he's done all of this in the last three games where he started to connect on that deep throw. Uh, a lot of it is because DJ Chark is finally healthy. Uh, Jameson Williams is now here for that 40-yard. That Jameson Williams throw uh, – and this isn't a complaint because it ended up in a touchdown, but it wasn't a greatly thrown ball. Like Jameson Williams had to stop running and catch it. You always want your receiver to be catching it, you know, mid stride. Uh, but he was just so wide open. It was such an easy catch. It was like, you know, just playing catch in your backyard type of a throw. There was nobody around him within 10 yards. Uh, I also have to give props to Penay Sewell. Penay Sewell. Caught his first NFL catch today. He was hustling. When they moved him in motion, he was going so fast. Uh, he caught the ball on the run. He had to turn around and, and go upfield. He got us a critical first down at the end of the game. It was, uh, those trick plays are always so risky, but when they work out, it's like Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator, you're a genius. When it works out, you are a genius. Um Overall, solid team performance. Uh, if I had one complaint, it would be Amani Oruarie. Uh He was out there, and it looked like he 
Made a couple key bad plays. Uh, of course, the last time that the Lions played the Vikings, he was a big reason why they lost. I mean, there, I think there was five pass interference calls on Amani Oruwarie last time the Lions played. Uh, and, and it's like you see him out there today. I was really kind of hoping he wouldn't play. Nobody has degressed uh, so much as Amani Oruwarie. And it's it's almost to the point where you're kind of wondering uh, – is something going on off the field? Like, what is happening? Like, does this guy need help or something? Because it's, it's like, where did he go? He was a solid piece for our defensive backfield last year. And this season, he's not really showing up. So hopefully he can get that straightened around. Because uh, it, whether my personal opinion is that I like somebody or not like somebody, I always want them to play well, especially if they're a Detroit Lion. Because if they're playing well, then that means they're a solid piece of the team, you know? Um, so I hope... I hope he can straighten out whatever's going on, and I hope it's I hope it's just you know mechanics on the field and nothing off field. Uh, yeah. So the Lions had that fake punt, risky. The Panay Sewell. Uh, I was happy for Panay Sewell catching that ball. That was wild. I don't think anybody was expecting it. He was pretty wide open too, and if he was probably. Uh, a faster guy, which he is fast for his size, but so I guess if he was a little bit more lean, you would think that he may have been able to uh, uh, run that in for six points. It's hard to say, though. But, man, that was really cool to see. I thought Kaminsky had a great game on defense. Uh, again, Hutchinson, Anzalone was everywhere. Uh, Malcolm Rodriguez, Rodrigo, and M-Rod. Uh, I, think, I feel like I should call him M-Rod. Maximum Rod. I don't know. I'm just making that up. That's stupid. Um, I, I thought he had a great game today. Uh, man, who was the other defender? Jerry Jacobs, I think, had a huge play early on where he he knocked the ball away from uh, Jefferson, Justin Jefferson. Uh, he timed it perfectly. He got his hand in there before he could catch the ball. Uh, there were so many bright spots on defense for them to be giving up so many yards. It was really kind of a confusing, conflicting game because statistically – it doesn't look like they had a good game against the the uh, passing game of Minnesota. But if you watched it, you're like, okay, Minnesota's able to throw the ball, but it's not really hurting us. And every time, and this is what good teams do, every time the Vikings would score, the Lions were able to come back and answer it. So this is, again, the Lions are different. Like, this is exciting football. The Lions are in the hunt for the playoffs. I now think they have a legitimate shot. Uh, the Vikings are the division leaders, but I feel like if they lose next week against the Colts, I don't think they're going to win another game this season. And the Lions go to New York to play the Jets, technically New Jersey. If the Lions beat the Jets on the road where Goff hasn't played as great as he does playing at home, I don't think the Lions will lose again all season because after that, they've got the Bears very beatable at home. And then they go to Green Bay, where I would say it's a tough place to play. But if it's between the playoffs and, you know, staying home, I think the Lions can muster up some energy. If they are that close, uh, Aaron Rodgers, I don't think, will have a chance. Because the Lions are just continuously getting better. Their defensive line, that man, that front Four to seven people, like that whole defensive line and the linebacker crew, they're getting so much pressure on the run game 
on the quarterback and even our defensive backs, like when the blitzing scheme has been pretty solid. So Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback that can burn you, but this hasn't been a typical Aaron Rodgers season. This hasn't been a typical uh, Green Bay Packers season. So if the Lions win next week against the Jets, you're feeling pretty confident they're going to beat the Bears in Detroit. So that just leaves the Packers second week of January, January 7th, I believe it is, although that's a to be determined. So that could be flexed to like a Monday night game. And who knows? That actually could be the way the Lions are playing. Uh, and the Packers always draw a huge TV audience as well. So that could actually be a primetime game, and it will be the second Lions national game of the season uh, if they don't get flexed before that. So, man, a lot a lot to swallow down there on that one. So, uh, again, Lions win today. Dominant. Up next, they have the Jets. Uh the Jets do have uh, Robert Sala. Uh, the Jets did lose today to the Buffalo Bills, twenty to twelve. The Jets are uh, seven and six on the season. They've got a lot to play for too in their division. Uh, they're in a tough division though. Uh, their quarterback, Mike White, he, he threw for 268 yards today. Uh, it's really hard. Zonovan Knight is their lead running back, and he got 71 yards today. Um, I think they're playing good, solid defense. Of course, they have Sauce Gardner. I would love to see a Jamison Williams-Sauce Gardner matchup. I would love to see an unleashed Jamison Williams head-to-head against Sauce Gardner. I would love to see that. But if you're the Jets, what's going on? Because now you have to cover Amon Ross St. Brown. Now you have to cover Jamison Williams. Now you have to cover DJ Chark. These are three prolific wide receivers. You would say DJ Chark is a little bit further along than Jamison Williams right now. But Jamison Williams is still being limited with his play. It's going to be tough if the Lions offense can continue their passing dominance. You would like to see their run their run offense step up a little bit more. I would love to see uh, Jamal Williams get 50 yards next week. I would love to see Swift get 80 yards next week. But passing-wise, you can tell. Like, St. Brown only had six catches today, and we're used to him getting, like, nine to 11 catches. So it's getting... The ball is starting to get spread out a little bit more, which does make it harder for defenses to cover our receivers. But uh, it's optimistic, optimistic for next week. Uh, The Lions, though, their pass defense, I don't think they're going to be as challenged as they were today. of course, I'm not afraid of their running game, not the way our defense has been playing and against not against somebody named Zonovan. Uh, he had a respectable game today, but I, I, the Lions have shut out Saquon Barkley. The Lions have shut out uh, Dalvin Cook. I'm not afraid of Zonovan Knight. So that leaves you with Mike White. Uh, I don't think he's a threat, not like... Kirk Cousins, who I feel is overrated, but hey, he he played fantastic today, so I might be the idiot on that one. Um, Everything about this game tells me that the Lions can win. The Lions should win. 
The only thing that I'm hesitant about is that it's a road game, and it's a road game in New York. <clears throat> so if the Lions play solid football, uh, this is another W. So, uh, yeah, it's looking good. It's looking good. The Lions are hanging with every single team they play against, uh, and I don't think the Jets are a powerhouse yet. Now they're playing great football. Um I like their coach. He almost could have came here. Uh, Sala, that is, he's from here. So it, it's just, it, if I had to, I, the Lions are going to win, but it's it's going to be an interesting game. I, I'll say it's going to be like 27-20 Lions, that type of a game. Uh, it, it's hard to imagine the Lions offense not scoring. It's hard to imagine the Lions aren't going to get at least one or two turnovers. Uh, I did see that the Lions, uh, uh, what do they have, the most active streak in takeaways right now in the NFL. I think uh, it was like five or six games where they were leading in takeaways. Maybe I'm making that up, but it was something like that too. Uh, I was too involved in the game to really take notes today. Um I was act- <laughs> I was active on Twitter, so if you guys are on the Twitter machine, uh, check me out. Uh, I'm sure I'll be posting a poll in the next day or two. Uh, something silly, something always fun uh, regarding the Lions. Um, of course, I'm always on Instagram. Uh, any other time, especially after the game, I always post when the episodes come out, and usually I post a little bit of clips and Facebook, of course. So don't be shy. Feel free to follow me. Feel free to reach out. Uh, don't forget I'm on YouTube and Spotify and Apple podcasts. Uh, so I've been Brad and, uh, I think that's it for me. I will see you guys next week after hopefully the lions go 500 for the first time in four years. So five years, something like that. Yeah, we can do it. We can do it. So, all right. I will see you guys next week. Adiós, muchachos.